Hey everyone and welcome to episode 44 of the Audience Please podcast with me your host Adam and on this episode I welcomed Emil and Tom of Belgium borderline rock band The Guru Guru. You don't know how many times I've just tried to record that without getting tongue-tied. Um, yeah, I had uh, Tom on previously. Well, as I had him on, I'd recorded an episode with him, but uh, due to the guys not being able to travel a few months ago, they actually had to push back their UK tour to this month with Friends of the Podcast, the St. Pierre Snake Invasion. Um, so actually they're going to be playing three shows in the, the coming week or so in Leeds, Bristol and London. So if you get the opportunity to, I highly recommend going to see the Guru Guru and the St. Pierre Snake Invasion. Um, and you might have seen the St. Pierre Snake Invasion have been back in the studio in the last week or so as well. So yeah, hopefully they'll be playing some new material. Um, yeah, uh, if you've caught the Guru Guru before, you'll know how fantastic they are live. They recently played at Portals Festival and also you might have seen them a couple of years ago at the Victoria in Dalston, which is one of my favourite venues. And we do talk about that gig in our chat. Um, just to finally say, apologies, there's not been too many episodes recently. I've wanted to get more done. But um, if you know me, I've recently started a new job and it's been a particularly busy time. So I've got one more episode in the can, ready to pretty much ready to go anyway. Um, so I'm going to get that one out in the next couple of weeks. Um, but then after that, I'm going to uh, give the podcast a little breather over Christmas. I usually do that anyway, whilst I focus on other things, because unfortunately there just isn't enough hours or energy in the day to get things done. Um, so yeah, this might be the last couple for a little while, but um, keep an eye out. I've got some plans for some stuff in the new year. Um, so anyway, Hope you enjoy this episode uh, regardless, and I will catch you next time. Boy! How are you guys? How are you guys doing anyway on this fine Sunday? Obviously, we were just talking about you being at a party last night and maybe feeling a little bit worse for wear. But how are you guys doing otherwise? Oh, I can't complain. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well. The weather is shooting. The weather could could have been better. It's been raining all the time, and uh, well, I'm better with uh, some sunshine. But no, um, I'm great. Thanks. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, good man. Good. And uh, yeah, welcome uh, Meal as well. Um, yeah, I was just saying to the guys before we started, I did actually chat to Tom a couple of months ago, and then uh, unfortunately, obviously for obvious reasons, their their uh, tour got cancelled with the Saint Pierre Snake Invasion. Very good friends of the podcast. Um, yeah, can't wait to have you guys over. Um, um, we were just talking again before on the eleventh in London, which will be really great. It's uh, Old Blue Last, a great little venue as well. Um, so yeah, uh, actually following on from that, I've, 
even though you didn't come over to the UK, you played an absolute ton of festivals. Um, some in Belgium and France, but obviously came over for portals. How was how was that get, getting back out in front of a, a live audience? The shows seemed pretty packed as well. At the at the portals festival, yeah, or yeah, it was uh, it was very cool. It was uh, also a weird day for us because we had um, we had to arrange a lot of. Uh, things with Brexit and Corona and COVID. Um, but when we got there, um, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Though it was incredibly hot on stage. Um, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So they should, the venue should maybe think about um, installing some ventilation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because um, I don't think we bumped into each other on the day, unfortunately, but yeah, I was doing merch, um, helping those guys uh, over the weekend. And uh, yeah, Ash was telling me about your customs issues, trying to trying to get all the records in and then having to leave them behind afterwards. So yeah, thanks. Thanks, Brexit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it even got worse uh, after we played and we had to get back. They lost our 88 carnet at the customs and... We, uh, we couldn't get our last train because we didn't have our papers yet. Um, so we had to wait for like six hours for the first train in the morning. Uh, Tom couldn't go to work. And so it was all, uh, it was a pretty heavy, uh, heavy night. <laughs> yeah. On top of that, Jean uh, injured himself while uh, searching for the guy uh, that had our uh, documents. So... Uh... On top of that, we had an ambulance uh, that came. From, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His hand was totally ripped. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, well, yeah. Fuck Brexit and fuck all the pain that it's causing, <laughs> or, especially yeah. European bands coming over. I hope. I hope there's not going to be a reflection on our our music scene going forwards. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I saw you played um, some other festivals as well, and yeah, from the pictures that I was looking at earlier. Um, yeah, was it good to be back out in front of your, for your, in front of your local crowds at least as well? Yeah, well, um, it has. We've missed playing live, and um, you, you realize that the first time uh, when you get to uh, perform in front of a real crowd again. Uh, I really felt that uh, a big void in my life had been uh, filled up again. To, yeah, so uh, I, I think we all felt that way, don't, uh, don't yeah. we, Emil? Yeah, it's weird the the COVID periods. I think it was almost like two years or one year and a half. But while in uh, this pandemic, I didn't feel or really realize what I was missing. But from the moment you start playing again, that's. The, the moment you you feel um, um, what you have missed for for so long so yeah. we're very happy and it gives us great energy to be to be doing this again and hopefully not with too many restrictions and everything but it feels yeah it feels great yeah definitely. also a bit also weird that you have to really uh, get accustomed to it again like it's like mm. driving a car when you haven't driven for a few weeks, you know, that feeling uh, or, or driving, a, uh, riding a bike yeah, yeah. Uh, after, after not riding a bike for a year, uh, 
it's 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 weird but it's uh yeah it's great to be out again yeah yeah i definitely i definitely feel that uh from a from a fan's perspective as well like i remember one of the first shows i saw when everything started coming back to normal and everyone's sort of got that adrenaline rush of just being in a crowd again and everyone i remember that first gig coming back and watching um who was it i think it was foxjaw and uh, everyone probably got a bit too excited and got a bit too drunk but it was yeah it's also also the flip side of it like you say like um talking to some, some other bands and watching a lot of bands you can see that everyone's trying to piece everything back together but everyone's everyone's getting there now i think which is nice there's yeah it's been good recently um, but so running on from running on from that, and obviously you put out an excellent EP earlier this year. Um, you you you, you did that a, a lot during the lockdowns as well. Um, how was that put, putting that together during such a difficult time? Um, at the start, it was difficult because at the at the first lockdown we couldn't even um, get together legally to uh, rehearse or, or record or uh, so we had to um, to uh, fix like a sort of a system uh, that someone would be our um, how do you say um, that we would be working as yeah, yeah. employees musicians <laughs> so we could get yeah. together yeah yeah so that that was the first uh, the start of the the rehearsing and the and the recording it was all we had to fill in papers and just to get together. Yeah, we started so writing. Was... Oh, sorry, I mean. No, no, that's good. We we, we started writing um, using a, a Google Drive. Uh, and um, we all just recorded some stuff at home, put that uh, put that all together and, and, and yeah, into ideas for songs. Um, so the, this, the writing process was really the beginning of the writing process uh, it was was really uh, individually this time, um, but yeah, it's interesting uh, as well to uh, write. To, 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 yeah, it, I think it made us a little more creative than if if we didn't have to do it this way. Yeah, I I, I think you can definitely hear that in the EP as well because um, again. For, for for the listeners that don't really know the the guru guru i've read previous interviews with you guys and you you'll bring in a lot of different elements and a, a lot of different influences um and yeah even though that like, your previous recorded stuff is is very diverse and um goes in different directions i think you could really in a good way you can really hear that on the ep um you can hear everyone's like individual elements more more so and they shine through so yeah it's really interesting is um is that something you're gonna take on board when you when you record more more material or, or are you writing more material at the moment is that a direction you're gonna take more so um i think so yeah but maybe not um start too heavy uh on individual work we, we can do that but now we have the we can come together and we can start playing or, or writing together too um, but we also recorded it ourselves and mixed it ourselves and, and I think it was a great um, exercise for us to see if we we are um, how you say we are capable enough for doing it ourselves 
Um, so I think um, we are starting to write again. Somewhere uh, this period, we everyone is uh, eager to to get new uh, new material, and I think we will follow follow um, the things how we did it with the with the EP because it felt good for for us. I think so. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, we have three. We actually have three professional sound engineers in our band so <laughs> they, they're, they're actually educated engineers so um yeah it's i think that's something pretty unique and um we should yeah use that to our advantage yeah 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 definitely definitely yeah it does uh does always help uh <laughs> when you've got pros in the pros in the band and you can do things off your own, <laughs> off your own back for sure yeah. um so yeah, just to um, go off on a little tangent uh, a, a little bit, um, because you're the first Belgian band uh, I've had on this podcast, um, and there's other great Belgian bands that I love, and I'd love to get them on, like Racket Cannon and Brutus. Um, is there what? Okay. What's the? How's the Belgian scene at the moment? And uh, is there any like new and exciting bands that anyone over here in the UK should be listening out for? Do you think? There are always new and exciting bands, but um, yeah, I think um, Belgium in Belgium uh, bands really um, try to um, make their own kind of music and, and really uh, stand out at something. Um, so yeah, the Belgian scenes to us as well very interesting now. Um, New exciting bands. Have you checked out uh, Dirk D I R K dot the band? Yes, I have. I think you mentioned them uh, last time we t last time yeah. we spoke, and yeah, they are absolutely <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, told you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there is also so uh, like Hessa. Do you yeah. know Hessa? They, I think they will also play on Arctangent, but I'm not sure. Um, oh, or they should have played yeah. like two years ago, but it's it's postponed, so I don't know if they play this year. Yeah. Um, it's a cool band too. Yeah. Um, and then you uh, last week we played with uh, Horses. Nice. And it's with the W H O R S E S. Um, they did their support in in the, in the Netherlands in Breda. And it was yeah we really enjoyed the the energy and the the rawness and yeah. the noisiness of uh, of their set. Very very cool uh, cool band. Nice nice. Yeah. I'll make sure to check those check those guys out, and I'll post some uh, links up on the socials as well for for the listeners to check those guys out. Yeah, I think I think Hassa actually it does ring a bell. I think they might be coming back to Arctangent, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, Again, that that lineup is uh, always insane. Um, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely mental mental lineup, and they always have the best bands. Um, so to dive into to talking about favorite bands, and uh, especially having that different perspective of you guys in in Belgium, um, I wanted to talk about, and obviously the main focus of the podcast is some of the favorite shows played and some of the favorite shows you guys have been to. So. Um, let's talk about top gigs played, um, either in Racket Cannon or other band. Uh, Racket Cannon, God, thinking about Racket Cannon too much. Uh, either in the Guru Guru or uh, other bands. Um, what What some of your favourite shows that you've ever played? Uh, Emil, we'll start with you. 
Um, I think the first one I, I thought of was a Siget Festival. Uh, I don't know the year. It was... 2014? 15? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, we, uh, we normally we don't do um, um, contests <laughs> because music isn't a contest. Yeah. Uh, but one time in 2014, you could win um, a spot on Siget Festival. So we thought, yeah, we should, uh, we should play there uh, and we should try to, to uh, win this contest. And we won. Nice. Uh, and so on the Siget Festival, um, it's, it's still in my memory because we had to play uh, really early. Like I think it was 11 or 12 midday. Um, and people on Siget, they sleep in tents, but it's everywhere. It's not camping site or it's all, all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> um, so we would start playing and, and there was not too many people because it was very early and everyone had been partying, probably partying very hard <laughs> the, the day before. Um, so we started our set, like a really heavy, heavy set and at like after 20 minutes people were starting to come but they were still brushing their teeth and they were like what the fuck is going on here so we so we we just woke them all up and they all came to the show still uh, getting uh, deodorant on their armpits and and brushing their teeth and washing their hair or, uh, or um, drying their hair and that's a, a nice memory i have of the the Siget festival show with it nice yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I love sets like that first thing uh, on a festival day. Um, actually, weirdly, I'm wearing their T-shirt. I remember like, one time watching Sugar Horse and their uh, band I'd recommend to you guys, like just absolutely disgusting noise. And they played Arctangent at like 11.30. And uh, me and a mate were there uh, hungover, uh, as you are at a festival, especially Arctangent. And uh, yeah, there was about 20 people there at the start. And by the end of their set, I turned around and there was like 200 people and uh, everyone was just like being woken up. But they basically were woken up by that noise, I think, and had to go and watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, what 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 about you, Tom? Uh, what's, some, what's one of your favourite uh, gigs you've ever played? Um, first thing I could think of was um, La Réunion. It's a French island um, next to Madagascar. Oh, nice! Um, it's really, it's very uh, isolated, but it's also part of the EU. So um, we uh, flew there without any visa, or because it's actually part of France. Um, but we played there on the um, on the beach. We, we we did three shows there, but the last one was on the beach, and I just um, at the sun was was going was going down during our set it it was just very memorable it was one it, it was i think the only show i ever took my shirt off because it was so hot and uh and it was also one of the two only shows that i threw up right after oh wow the show <laughs> th yeah. th th the second why 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 did you th yeah. why did you throw up <laughs> From exhaustion. Ah, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, the second time was in uh, Victoria in London. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. In February, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was at that yeah. show. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was, yeah. that was a pretty intense show. And yeah, big up, yeah. big up the Victoria. Great little venue. Yeah, just so. Well, Simon does that, did that as well, uh, throwing up. He did that, he did that after a specific song in, in the middle of this, this set. <laughs> but um, no, I, I, when, you know, when I'm really. It's it's just when you're very uh, it, it's yeah it's exhausting you know playing a song yeah. uh, playing a playing a live set when it's when it's very hot yeah. it's um, yeah you tend to throw up sometimes yeah so yeah but it, yeah La Réunion at the beach that was one of my top gigs even though there weren't very there weren't that many people or or yeah it was just yeah I just remember it. Uh, and it will always stay with me. Nice. <laughs> you know. Nice. Um, beautiful scenery. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was just about to say, I, I'll look that up after afterwards because yeah, it sounds sounds absolutely beautiful place. Um, yeah, it's a tropical island, and we we, did, we also uh, shot a video there uh, for the song Masha. Oh yeah. Uh, nice. In the white bathrobes. Yeah, we where we all wear the white uh, bathrobes. That video um, it was shot on that island. Daniel. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds absolutely incredible. Yeah, I, I, mm. it's safe to say I've never, never seen a, a gig on the beach. So yeah, that's definitely, uh, definitely one, one of a kind. <laughs> definitely, definitely first time a, a gig on the beach has been mentioned on on the podcast as well. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, so we'll we'll go into the the last bit and some of the top gigs you've you've ever been to as a fan on the other side of the barrier. Um, so yeah, Emil, what's what's some of the the best gigs you've ever been to, man? Um, the first thing that came up, um, it was not maybe not the best gig, but it was a like a memorable gig because um, it was Prince at the Workter Boutique oh, nice. in two thousand and ten, and it was a beautiful uh, summer day, um, all day long, a lot of music, summer sun, beers. And Prince started at uh, sundown, and after like an hour in his set, he uh, started playing um, Purple Rain. And just when the song started, it started raining like like hell. Wow! And the light engineer used the rain as an extra layer for the sh for the the show, and put all these purple lights. Wow! On above the crowd, and all the rain you could see was purple. So and then he was playing Purple Ring. <laughs> so it was wow. a it was a a weird magical moment, and I was I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> purple everywhere, rain pouring down, and Prince playing oh, Purple Ring. Oh, man, that wow. that that genuinely sounds magical. Like, um, and yeah. also. Yeah, eternally jealous of you seeing Prince because I I never saw him live and uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. What? Um. Who? Who else? Uh. Sorry, did you say that was a festival, right? Who else was uh playing that festival? I think it was. Um. It's. It's like Worker. Uh, you got Rock Worker, but Worker Boutique is like a one day okay. thing, and I think it was uh Jamie Lydell opening, and then. Some other band, and then Larry Graham. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and then Prince. Oh, so nice. I think it were like four four bands uh, that you, you could see on a, on that day. Nice, 
Nice. Oh yeah, that 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 sounds absolutely magical. Um, what about what about you, Tom? What's uh, one of one of your top gigs you've ever been to on the other side? Yeah. Well, now that you mentioned Larry Graham, I saw him uh, in, a, in a in a small club in in Hasselt. Uh, oh, he's yeah. the former play, He's the former bass player of uh, um, James Brown, right? Yeah. Um, Larry Graham. He's the he's the person that invented slap bass. Also, nice. and he witnessed a rehearsal of me and some other um, uh, musicians, uh, friends. We were rehearsing uh, at the at the venue where he was playing, and he just stepped into our rehearsal. And at my, I, I remember our bass player was like starstruck, as you can imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Larry Graham, yeah, cool. And he, he has an awesome show. He comes in. Uh, from from the back uh, through through the audience um, with the marching band. Oh wow! And uh, nice. yeah, and he he's like he he has uh, a microphone that comes out of his bass, uh, where yeah, it, it's it's really original as well. But it, it's also just a big party because it's funk, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Larry Green. But one one of the things, one of my top shows. Uh, also, I wanted to mention the Stat. I don't know if they're a big band in the UK. This the and I think they go by the state in in UK. Yeah, they're they're they're. Um, I think they're reasonably well known. Probably not as well known as they are on the continent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because they're yeah they're they're huge in in Holland, uh, in the Netherlands, and also in Belgium. And I remember uh, two summers ago, um, I, I really wanted to see them live because I just, um, uh, I hadn't seen them live before, but they, in Belgium and Holland, they, uh, they played uh, on every sold out festival. So um, I decided to go see them in Germany where they're, they're not, no, no one knows them in Germany. So uh, I, drove three hours to Koblenz and they played at the World Music Festival. <laughs> yeah, okay, well. uh, uh, Horizonte Festival. Uh, in, yeah, on a, on a big um, 18th century fort oh, wow. uh, on top of the hills. Nice. Yeah, it was a very nice uh, site as well and uh, i was the only one in the audience singing along to all the songs and it was yeah, it was a nice experience <laughs> nice nice um yeah. yeah i love i love yeah venues like that are, are wicked there's um there's a, a venue just outside berlin i don't know if you've been to called the zitadel and uh yeah i went across there a few times to go and see queens of the stone age for some reason queens always used to play there on european tours and uh yeah you're just like on the edge of berlin in the middle of this old castle oh, wow. in the courtyard and it's yeah i yeah venues cool. i wish more venues like that existed because uh they're just uh, makes it a, that little bit more special yeah 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 the sites yeah um one other one other um we played actually uh, in uh, Orléans, next to the cathedral. But the, the cathedral of Orléans is is, is uh, well. I, I like cathedrals. I like 
searches. I like to go inside uh, everywhere I can. Um, but yeah, a, a month ago we played in Orléans, right next to the cathedral, and to me that was also a very nice experience. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Um, Emil, any any other ones for you, man? Any other top shows you can think of? Um, I thought of another one. It was a uh, Sigur Ros at uh, Best Kept Secret Festival in two thousand thirteen. It's uh, it's also in the Netherlands, and um, I think they were the the headliner of the the last day of the festival. I think so because I, because I can remember fireworks at the end, but I'm not sure if I'm right on that. Um, but the cool thing on Best Kept Secret is the main you have the main stage, and on the right there is a like a big lake so there is only water on the right so only the people can get in front of the stage or left and Sigros uh, started playing again like at the sundown and at the end of their set all the warm tones and the, um, it's it's magical music um, with the, the lake on the side it was yeah it was it felt good yeah I was uh, at ease with everything and I just enjoyed it so much. Yeah, to get all the tones in my ears and all the 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 tremblings and I don't know. Everyone was there was it was like we were one community. Yeah, watching the the most beautiful uh, sound uh, in the world or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cigarossa. Yeah, a sight to behold. That's that's for sure. Um, yeah, you can you can find the um, on YouTube. You can find the Glosoli. It's a song of Sigaros. It's Best Kept Secret 2013. So okay. if you want to watch mm -hmm. something nice today, and then you can see the lake, and you can maybe uh, you might feel see, the same. Might see Emil in the audience. <laughs> yeah, I was far in the back, <laughs> but it could be, could be. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah, that sounds incredible. Yeah, I, again, going back to watching special bands at special places. I've seen Sigur Ross before, but yeah, they. I can't even begin to imagine what what that would feel like watching them at in a in an environment like that. They they are literally the 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 mm. perfect the perfect band for that kind of environment. Um, well, that that's yeah, that, those some great stories, guys, and some. Um, uh, some great gig memories as well and yeah I'll make sure to post up some links to those uh, Belgian bands as well for for the listeners to to check out as well yeah so thank okay, thank cool. you so much for for joining me on Sunday especially after partying last night um so just just <laughs> just to just to wrap up um obviously you're on on tour uh, uh in the next couple of weeks over in the UK where you where where can we catch you guys in the UK um, on the uh, 11th of November, we will play in uh, London. Nice. I think the Old Blue Last. Um, the day after, we play in Leeds um, at Boom venue. And then on the 13th, um, Saturday, we play at the Exchange in Bristol. Nice. And we are very much looking forward to these, uh, to these uh, UK dates yeah. because yeah. it's always uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, those are those definitely. Those, yeah, those are three great venues as well. Um, so I really hope you you guys enjoy playing them. And oh yeah, I'll catch you guys at Old Blue Last, uh, and I'll make sure I come and say hi to you guys. 
but yes thank you thank you thank you so much for joining me on sunday guys and uh yeah we'll we'll catch up when you're in london okay cool man man thanks yeah thanks for having us